I'm Santuan. I'm Antoine. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle. The lifestyle. Our lifestyle. How that lifestyle been treating you? Man, that lifestyle been treating me all right, bro. I can't complain. How about yourself? Yeah, I definitely can't complain, man. They got us sitting here right now with Spliff Star. How you doing, Spliff? I'm chilling. My lifestyle is so impeccable. You know what I mean? God don't make no mistakes. I'm so great. Yeah. What's going on? So a lot of people know you, but like we've never heard you really get into your story of who you are and you'll come up in the game. And at the Connected Experience, that's what we like to do. We like to sit down and talk to people about who they are and what made them even choose the path that they chose. So talk to us about growing up in Brooklyn. Well, um, yeah, the name is Split Star, Flip Moses Squad, you know what already. Um, I grew up in East Flatbush, Brooklyn, born in the Bronx. Grew up in East Flatbush, Brooklyn. My parents is from Trinidad. I'm, Trin I'm, I'm Trinidadian descendant. Um, being in Flatbush, you know, is a melting pot. We got we got Americans, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Jamaicans, everything with the ends on on the end of it. We we got in Flatbush. Um, in my neighborhood, they had a lot of talented people, like uh, old school group called Howie T. Roxanne, real Roxanne, Whistle, uh, Little Sean, Special Ed, Bush Babies. Then it was the Buster Rhymes, Chub Rocks, and all that. All of them artists came from my neighborhood. And so um, not to cut you off, as a kid, you seeing all of this take place? Like you, you know these people? I, as a kid, little kid, I used to pull up on my little BMX bike and I used to watch the full force, the whole group full force, because they lived around the corner from me. UTFO, rest in peace, Kango, they lived about four blocks away from me. And um, I used to watch them jump on a tour bus and, 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 and go out and perform. I used to watch their videos on Video Music Box and all that. You know what I'm saying? But fortunately, you know, young black teen, uh, Reagan was the president. I got caught up with the, the street life and it was dedicated to it. So, you know, I, whatever the, the rapper was having, I had. If he had the big gold chain, I had a big gold chain. But if he had the ballys on, I had it on. And I was getting street money uh, as a little dude. And I was with some serious people at the time. Shout out to Haitian Jack, my big brother. Um, and, you know, then I had my personal close friends I grew up, grew up with, you know, because everybody else was older than me. But little Sean, Buster Rhymes, you know, we was around the same age. And we, those are my, my childhood friends. Buster was like nine and I was 11 when I met him. Little Sean, same thing. He was like 11, 12, you know what I mean? And uh, we grew up like that in the same neighborhood, one block from each other. And uh, I saw little Sean on TV. At this time, when I seen Little Sean on TV, you know, I got locked up and shit for some drugs and a gun. And I was doing a little little six months. How see, old were you at the time? At that time, I was like maybe 15, 16. 15, 16. And, and yeah. are you the only child or do you got siblings? Like, where do you fall got, in place? I got siblings. I got, um, I got, I got um, two sisters and, and, and three brothers. Um... I'm just the bad apple of the family at the time. It didn't have to be. My father came from Trinidad, probably worked for a man two years. And after that, he owned a gas station, the, um, the private house. I never like mm -hmm. grew up in the projects. My father wasn't into welfare. He wasn't with that shit. So you know, I came up. Huh? You were saying, no, because you were saying when you seen Little Shine on TV when you were in jail, how do that make you feel? Cause like this, your man, like you and you were, so you were Rikers at the time. First of all, my heart was full of glee. I was happy for the homie and, 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 and everything, you know what I'm saying? And I was bragging. That's my friend. That's my homie. You know what I'm saying? He had a song on Playboy channel. He was writing um, records for father MC at the time. You know what I mean? Little Sean was doing his thing. He came around the hood and the Aqua legend chilling drop top with, with, with fucking, the, the, no, the Aqua legend coupe. With motherfucking Mary J. Blodge in the passenger seat in the hood, like what? I said, where the what? Ridiculous. So, you know, I was seeing that my own homies was doing it, but what the 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 topping on the cake for me was, 
I was in Rikers Island, I'll never forget. And um, I'm in the day room and shit, chilling. You know, got a big ass sandwich and shit. Video music box about to come on. Fucking scenario and busters on it, killing this shit. I said, oh shit, nigga. When I was in jail at that time, the homie Tragedy, if you know the rapper named Tragedy, he was, me and him was doing time at the same time. And he was in there and he was like, yo, when I get out, my man Molly Ma gonna put me on. And I was still in there. Shit, a couple of fucking months passed by. That nigga left. left. Then after that, next thing you know, he was on TV too. Yeah. I was like, look at nigga Tragedy up in there, bill. you know what I'm saying? So watching it and, and like I said, Buster Rhymes was really the, the icing and the cake for me. You know, that was more of my closest friend. He, little Sean was close to me as well. You know, he sparked my mind. Little Sean sparked my mind. Buster definitely showed me I had a chance to become something, but I learned it from Buster. Yeah. See, I'm a straight a drug dealer, straight street nigga, 24 hours, 24 7, 365 days a year, dedicated to my shit. Um, I lost a lot of friends. And then the Fed started getting involved. You know how dumb shit go. And uh, I knew I had to leave and make a different, different thing. Um, plus, my girl was pregnant, so I couldn't, I couldn't rock like that. With my son, because my father was always there for me. He wasn't in jail. He wasn't this or that. My father was always there for me. So I couldn't have to be the same way for my son. So what I did was, I made a transition. I had warrants. You know what I'm saying? I went to my fucking parole officer and was like, yay, I'm getting a job with my friend named Buster Rhymes, you know, and, you know, you're going on tour and I'm getting a job with him. So, you know, I can tell you, she told me no. She said, no, nah, you can't go. I'm like, what? The fucking name of the game, the reason why you get probation or parole is to change your life, to do something better. You know what I mean? And she told me no, like, go work at a restaurant or UPS or some shit. It's, I'm a drug dealer. Like I made thirty thousand dollars a day, forty thousand dollars a day for real. Like I, this on record, me. Do you really think I'm about to go to a McDonald's or some shit like that? I make more money than my father. Are you serious? My father owns a business. Okay, I'm making a day. My father bringing that home in a week. I'm making that in a day. Are you serious? You really think I'm gonna do that? Wrong nigga. I told. Her, I said okay, nigga. She never saw me again for like two years and a half. Haven't seen me. I was on the run. But while I was on the run, guess what? I'm in the video singing Wuha. Yeah. I'm on Soul Train singing Wuha and shit like that. I'm in every video. I'm I'm in Canada breaking I'm going through borderlines, nigga, with warrants. I'm fucking doing Diddy and the Family Tour. Mama P Diddy and the Family Tour. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, we on that tour. The whole shit. I'm on that making legal money overseas doing walkthroughs for 15, 20 racks, nigga. I don't even got an album out. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I got, cha oh yeah, we got cha-cha-cha and all that shit popping. So I'm getting 10, 15, 20 racks. I'm like, God damn it, boy, you know what I had to do? Boy, I have to go buy the product, stash it in my car, drive six hours to my destination from New York City to my destination, pass all them different states to get to my destination, get there, cook it, hope it come back right, wait till it dry up, bag it up, put it on the field. Gotta wait till the worker tell me, yo, yo, the crackhead shortened the money, yo, the nigga stole it, yo, cops came, get the all that shit. I had to go through to get to, get them to the bag and Buster's going in a fucking booth for 15 minutes. Yeah. And all that. When I, I took this nigga to his lawyer, I saw a check for $35,000, nigga. He in my BMW. I'm in my foreign, nigga. Yeah. Okay? Buster ain't had no whip at this time. Yeah. But he all over the motherfucking TV and radio and killing niggas shit and all over the plate. I'm driving in the foreign. I'm I'm taking to his lawyer. This nigga pick up a check for 35000 Nigga, for what? I, mean, I just, you know, I wrote some shit for somebody that you know, 15, 20 minutes in the studio. <laughs> what? Nigga, I called my nigga who I was with in the street and told that nigga, yo, keep everything. I'm not coming back. You can have it, bro. You can have it. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. I can't life. That's the day. And my girl was pregnant. Too. I said, nigga, I'm out. I'm not doing this. I'm out. Right. That matter of fact, that's before my girl got pregnant. Nigga, I, I made a decision to leave. And you know what, y'all? Right after I made that decision, a year later, the feds came and attacked 
like a football team, nigga. 24 people got locked up. Niggas doing football num numbers. Niggas is snitching on each other. Who ain't get caught still ducking and hiding? Who, who nigga killed the next nigga? Is he scared? He, he might tell them all kind of fucked up shit. I left at the right time. Right. And I, I, I always say that, you know, all of us, all of us are out here and we live in our life and we should live it to the best. Um, but we actually just playing a part. It's all written out already. We're just playing the, the part. And it's up to us to recognize the part that we're playing. So one thing that God gave us as power, that every human being is called choice. Choice. You use your five senses and you make your choice. He love you either which way, but you got to make your choice for you. I made a choice. Once I got the once I got the blessing from my nigga, my nigga Buster Rhymes, that's his dream. It wasn't my dream. It was his dream. It's just something that he shared with me, and I valued the motherfucker so much that I made it my dream. Now it's our dream. And that dream has been lasting 20 fucking nine years going on. 30, nigga. That's three decades in the game being relevant. Niggas on stage still. Niggas looking good, drippy than a motherfucker. Matter of fact, I'm a broken faucet out here. You dig? And I'm living life. My kids are beautiful. I'm able to provide for them. I don't got drugs. I don't got to hurt nobody. Hopefully. I just stay out the way. I help whoever I can help. If you really want it, you got talent, you want to work, you might not sing. You might rap. Shit, you might just be a smart motherfucker. There's always a position to play on my field because I'm all about team playing. I never gave a fuck about who got the glory. I only care about the team winning. That's me. You know what I'm saying? I've been rocking with Buster. I'll make sure my nigga crucify every stage. I don't go up there just be, to be on the side of him. I go on the side, on the stage with my nigga to make it look better. Yeah. Now, you, 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 you said a few uh, names that's like notorious when it comes to this music industry, and one of them being Haitian Jack. Now, I don't know Haitian Jack personally. I only know what the media has portrayed. Kind of touch on your relationship because you said that that was like your, your, uh, 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 your big homie. Kind of touch on that relationship because for one, let me preface this. I all I never can listen to what one person say about people, good or bad, because to the to the world, because of Tupac, Haitian Jack is somebody that he didn't like. So Pac feel like we shouldn't like him. And that's like, but I, I don't really that that's your personal problem. That's not true. That's not fucking true. First of all, how Pac ain't gonna like Haitian Jack when Pac was around Jack. Right. All the Pac got his first roadie from Jack. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Okay? Jack never did Pac no harm. We all found that out later on. Okay? He did the man no harm. Okay? First of all, let me tell you something. I know Jack since I've been a fucking little child. I had to get home at a certain hour, nigga. Okay? Yeah. I know him when he was a fucking going to junior, when he was going to high school. That's how long I've known him. Since junior high school to high school, around that time. He's always been a big brother to me. Yeah, yeah it, whatever you heard about Jackie he used to do this and that. Yeah, maybe he did. So fucking what? Everybody get it how you get it. But I'm going to tell you this. One thing I know for a fact, Jack never did nothing to nobody that was immediate circle, that was in the circle, that we grew up with. None of that. None of that fuckboy shit. Would, would none of that happen. If you was out to the circle, you was a stranger, oh well. That's just how I go. That's just how it go. So when you when you coming up and you now you see tragedy, you seeing shine because you had a connection with shine. You really got the yeah. connection with Buster, and you yeah. like this. Is what I'm gonna do? When you went on a run, did you ever feel like I'm proving that I'm doing right? So when I get caught, this should clear my my uh, debt to society. Like, how did you feel about that? Because you on the what? run, but you ain't on the run quietly. Like, you were some big ass videos on tour and shit. Like, she's well, well, yeah, you ready? Yeah, you really ready? You know what I'm saying? Check this out, I'm on the run and I'm on the videos. Now, mind you, they looking for me on the street, not on TV. Yeah, they them, them motherfuckers was in the office watching me on the video dancing and shit, not knowing. 
that's him right there. Yeah. Okay. When I came back from the Bad Boy tour, the, the tour bus used to meet up on my block in front of my house all the time. That's where the meeting spot was. Okay. We came back from that tour. It was like maybe four in the morning, maybe three in the morning, something like that. At this time, I'm still chilling with my father. We got a big private house, two family private house. You know, I got the whole basement decked out. You know, that's my little honeycomb. So I just got in. Man, my nigga, I haven't been in the house for even two hours. It's going into the next day. Boom, 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 at the door. Now, in the borough of Brooklyn, in the city of East Flatbush, niggas know not to ever knock on my door like that. You know, my pops live there. Nigga, I would yeah. come myself and your head. You know what I'm saying? That's police, nigga. Only police gonna do that. Police come early in the morning like that and knock on their door. I runs up to the attic. My father didn't even know I came back. I run up to the attic. My father wakes up. He goes to the door. He's not there. My real name is William. Short, they call me Willie. He's not here. Willie is not here. He's he's out on tour with Buster Rhymes. My son don't, don't do that no more. What's going on here? They looking for me. Left the car talking about come call me. Nigga, call you. Fuck out of here. Nigga, I just came back home 300 bands strong. Legit yeah. money. I went to Delancey Street, bought two Kenneth Cole suits for $1,500 a piece. Bought the shoes to go, bought some shoes to go with that motherfucker. Stopped yeah. at the church, man, bought me some cheap ass uh, uh, spectacles, looking something like this. But these ain't $5, baby. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, 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 I bought yeah. spectacles, you know what I'm saying? Put that shit on, had my head shining. I was the first thing in court. They thought I was a fucking lawyer, nigga. And I went to the judge who issued the warrant. And I told him, I said, sir, I got every boarding pass for the two years you've been looking for me, two years and a half you've been looking for me. I got pay stubs, tax returns, the whole shebang, sir. And I showed the judge that I had it all in the folder for the time they've been looking for me. See, the whole thing is, when you have a warrant, the trick is not to get arrested for no other charge. Right. Because now you look like you a criminal keeping right. in trouble. Exactly. You have to have control over your life and things that you do in life. Life is how you make it. We all know that. So I decided to make it in a different way and to move different. So what I did was went to the judge who issued the warrant. I was sharper than the motherfucker. None of the lawyers in there looked better than me. They thought I was a lawyer. Nigga. You feel me? They said, yo, you sit here. I said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not a lawyer. Cause you know, in the front bench, that's where the lawyers sit. They said, you sit right here. I said, no, I'm not a lawyer. I'm here, I had a warrant. I came to try to clear it up. Nigga, I gave that folder to that judge. He seen all the places I've been, all them board, boarding passes. Nigga been to Bangkok, Russia, Uzbekistan. Fuck, what the fuck? And I'm all over the place. I'm showing that nigga pay stub. He's seen 20 grand, 15 grand, 10 grand, 100 grand, dick, bank account, dick up, tax paid, right, right everything, black and white. That's their game, black and white. That's all they understand. I put it in his face. I went there with no lawyer. Only went there with a fly ass suit, nigga, some good ass money cologne, $5 spectacles on my face, nigga, and that folder with all that information saying where I've been and what I've been doing and how I've been doing it. I gave it to him, he read it. He had no choice to respect it. The DA on the side that was on the um, parole defense, they tried to throw me in jail. The, doc, the, the judge said, for what? He's not here for another criminal thing. He walked on here in his own Congress. We gonna give him an R&R, &R, but come back with a lawyer. For the two years and changes looking for me, I had everything in black and white. They couldn't throw me in jail. Yeah. I played a game with them, and I was there suited and booted. And the second time I came to court, I was suited and booted again in a different suit. Fly to the motherfucker. I was so fly that the lady, the dictator, the bitch that be like, this in the court, yeah. that one was like, Mr. Lewis, you look very nice. I'm the first thing in court. So when the judge walk in, he see a light-skinned boy head motherfucker, sharpest to the T. 
Where's your lawyer? I, I, I really, Your Honor, I don't need a lawyer to tell you what I can tell you. And everything I got is in black and white. They reimbursed me my law. They reimbursed me my parole. Reimbursed. That's dope. They gave, me, they gave me two more years on my shit. I already had five. They gave me two more years on this shit. That's seven. They gave me a parole officer. She's 28 years old. <coughs> Excuse me. She loves Buster Rhymes. She loves Mace. She loves. She likes Wu Tang Clan. It's the last night, gentlemen. The last night in the city of Manhattan, New York, at a club called the Palladium. Buster Rhymes is performing. New hit single, Put Your Hands On My Eyes Can See. Wu Tang is performing. Ice Cream. Uh, Puffy Mason them performing Benjamins. It was a good time of the year, y'all. I invited her to that show. You know, the parole officers, they can't take tickets from you and shit like that. So I just left it on the desk. She came with a friend. She saw Spliff start tear that fucking stage down with Buster Vimes. No. She saw Tang. She saw Met the Man sing, You're all I need. Fucked it up. They saw Red Man. They saw, they saw Puffy May. She wild out. She had a nice time. I broke her backstage. She took mad pictures. Yeah. Then about, remember, I had seven years to do. Six months later, I got a, a, a release later, a, re, a release letter saying, Mr. Lewis, you're welcome to go with you. Hey, da, 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 da. I was a free criminal again. I was a free dirty nigga again. Yeah, man, I admit. From that time, Split Star was born. I was so happy I ran to the studio if you remember on Buster album, there was a skit and I'll come on there and I'll be like, fuck that. I ain't no more selling cocaine. Fuck that. Again, one other thing. I'm out there. I'm out there. Is it I'm spitting. I, I invaded Buster the studio session. I was so happy. I freestyled on a beat that was playing because he wasn't in the studio yet. And the engineer was there, called me, nigga. Fuck that. I don't care. Buster put some rhyme on this. I bullied it. Anyway, they like it, so Buster just kept on this album. The skit comes on right before the song with him, Rampage, um, Puffy, and Mace. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the second thing I did was ramp, Rampage. I did a verse Rampage. I was now, at this time, I'm not really a rapper. You know, I'm, I'm a street nigga that's transforming into a rapper learning because i used to drop leaders leaders of new school the all of leaders in my bmw stack them niggas in my little 325i and we'd drive down to chung king studios and i drop them niggas off in that studio it'll be like trial call questioning niggas too so times sometimes i'll be chilling with them niggas then i see them niggas you know doing the craft and that's where i fell in love with the shit because it was fun it was and every time i was with them i felt at ease i had to Really hold clutch my gun and all that because you know I'm living a different life. But sometimes I would drop the niggas off and head to hit the highway, go to you know, to what I gotta do, handle my business, come back in the morning, pick niggas up. I used to do shit like that six hours out, six hours back. Like I'll do them runs fast in one day, back and forth. You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, you know, we, we all got a part to play, man. We, when we recognize it, that'd be the best part. When we recognize it, so yeah, our common sense kick in, and then we know what to do. Since Buster Rhymes been my friend, <coughs> and he was the only friend that I had that offered something different, and that wasn't a kilo or wasn't no shit like that. This gift he gave me was a longevity gift as long as I'm living. This gift he gave me helped me provide for my son. I let my son know he don't got to worry. My other kids after that, they don't got to worry. This gift saved me. I could have been dead or I could have been doing jail. You know what I'm saying? Um, that Spliff Star was born. So all I did. When you first look, when you first heard your voice on the record, but the record out, 
Like I'm split star. This ain't just me keeping the crowd because I, you know, we all know that when it comes to what they call hype men, like we know who they gonna say the top to, but you hear your voice on the record and people say, Oh, that that's dog who beat Witty. How did that feel? Well, you went you went choppy, you went choppy, he froze. How did how did it feel when you first heard your uh voice on record when the world heard it and knew Split Star can 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 rap or he ain't just uh, uh, the hype man like he's somebody too how did that make you feel um i was happy i'm at the same time i'm more happy with the people in my circle who i learned from when they when they happy with my work because i learned from them and you know you always want to show growth you don't want nobody to ever feel that you're just around to be around you know what I mean? Friendship's supposed to be friendship, not a burden. And if they give you that gift where you could potentially become a star, get money for something, something they're going to feed you, you're going to value that. And you're going to work hard to become that. Because, um, like I said, I've been blessed. Buster Rhymes is one of the greatest motherfuckers in the game. And then being around him, I get to be around some of the other greatest motherfuckers in the game, like the Puffies and the, and the, and the, and the Dre's and the Snoops and the Pharrell's and the Timberlands, everybody that really, really passionate about this shit. And I be around these motherfuckers and I go into their kitchen, I see how they cook up, they seasoning, how they cook up. And I'm a hustler first, so I absorb. All hustlers absorb. I absorb like a sponge. I go back in my cut and I bubble like peroxide in my cut, baby. And I and I and I and I and I and I started forming and working and, and learning. And I'm in the studio with Buster all the time. So, you know, that's somebody I would say if you're really trying to learn this thing here, somebody coming up, they want to learn how to make a record. Like a record is one thing, a rhyming on the beat, that's one thing. But making a record is not easy as people think it is. You, you know, records are different. Music is different. You know what I mean? Uh, I learned that from Buster being around him and many like him, others that's big in the game. Like, the you know, like all those brothers have a clamp on their shit. Buster got a clamp on his shit. Like, no way he can't be Buster. You know what I'm saying? He got a clamp on his shit. No way he can't be Dre. No way he can't be Snoop. Niggas got clamp on his shit. And everything, everybody know when you got a clamp, that means tight grip on his shit. Clamp, we break that down. We break the acronym for clamp, C-L-A-M-P. C would be for character, L would be for lyrics, A would be for attitude, M would be for music, and P would be for presence and performance. So if you got all of that, that means you got a clamp on your shit. And those brothers got clamp on their shit. So that's the teachings and the learnings I got from them. I'm gonna do it for myself. People love Spliff for his performance. Okay, so I'm gonna make music to match my performance. Hand in glove. It only makes sense. You know what I mean? Dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So y'all was moving around the world crazy. What's the biggest crowd that you performed in front of? The biggest crowd I performed in front of was. I think it was uh, three hundred thousand. Now was that was, a festival or was that like? Uh, there was a festival. I think we was the only rappers there. There was people like U two and shit like that, like Big Sting and the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just did recently. I just went to Spain. I did a crowd that looked like a nice little two hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, shit be looking like some Michael Jackson crowds. I did, did a yeah, couple, yeah, three hundred thousand. Yeah, so, I did a, I did a couple of Michael Jackson crowds, definitely. So, with all your traveling, how do you balance fatherhood with being in the industry? Well, the industry is industry. Fatherhood is your life. You know, the industry is not my life. It's just my job. You know, my my my, my kids is my life. You know, how could you, you can't be living 
and not taking care of your life. You know what I'm saying? I, right. My kids' life. They the they the reason why I, I push so hard. They, I'm I'm not doing this for no new car or chain, nigga. I'm doing this for my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like. No, I go hard every time for my kids, man. It's all about my kids. Nothing comes before my children or my family. Family first, homie. You know, I never see nobody in the industry run and save nobody. <laughs> it's always your family. When the corona hit, it wasn't no industry. There wasn't no stage. There wasn't no shopping. There wasn't no party. All you had was your family. It showed you the reality of life. All you had was your family. That's it. So... That's what it is, and that's what they're gonna always remain. Family. It was like that from the beginning. It should be like that to the end. Jesus still rock with God, don't he? Right. Now, are any of your children uh, a part of the music or the entertainment industry? Yeah, my son got an artist named Coley. You know what I'm saying? They over there. My son got his artist. He was more of a management tip. You know what I mean? He also played football. Um, my daughter, she's very artistic, very creative, very stylish, more like a model type. I could yeah. see her with a clothing line. And my little one that's 10 years old named Brooklyn, she's just a gangster. I don't know what the fuck she's going to be. Man. She's just a gangster. She's beautiful and she's just a gangster right now. I, I'm, I'm blessed to have uh, good baby mothers. Yeah. Um, I got three baby mothers. Yes, I do. Three baby mothers. But they're women. They're ladies. They they really take care of their children. And shout out to all women that take care of their kids. Is That is something that I, I look at very big. Why? Because I grew up with no mother. You know? Oh, okay. um, so where was your mother mom growing up? My mother left me when I was like six. She didn't leave. Well, she left me. She left my dad. Yeah. But... When you left me behind, and you left me, I was my dad. All I know is my father. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, my dad he taught me how to be a man and how to be a good father. You know, my grandmother is the one who showed me how to have respect. For you you cut out. Stop recording. Oh, well, don't, because I don't know how that's going to come back. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Time That was 32.39. You heard me? Hold on. Hello there. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, yeah, we back. Like I said, when I'm around my mom's, I turn back like I'm five, six years old from the time she left me. I don't know why, but I do. I'm a sucker for my mom's. My mom's is my crypt kryptonite. I can't even, I can't even fucking stay mad. I can't even tough love her, nothing. It's like, she's my kryptonite. She never been in my life. I could count on one hand how much birthdays I've seen her, and I could count on one hand that still got fingers left. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I could I could count on one hand how much times my mom bathed me, uh, dressed me, and took me to school, and I still have fingers left on one hand. So, but as an adult now with his own kids and everything, my mom come around me. Nigga, I put my head on her bosom like I'm five, six years old. Like I turned into a whole child. Anybody that see me and see me around my mom's can tell the difference. And, and and that shows me, that's why I tell everybody, if it's your father, your mother, haven't been in your life, whatever it is, don't hate them. 
Don't have that. Don't have that in your heart. That shit ain't gonna. That shit ain't gonna do nothing for you. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna hurt you. It's gonna just. Cause that shit hurt me for years as a kid, teenager, a young adult to an old adult. That shit hurt me for years. I'm telling y'all right now. I can't even front. And uh, that's why when you have a kid, you must take time with your kid, for woman or man. You, you got to love your child, son. Cause that is that right there. God looking at that shit. That is your luck. That is your blessing. So you got to treat it as such. Because if you don't, it's going to fuck up and it's going to turn against you. And you don't want that. You can imagine your own kid looking at you, telling you, fuck you. You're my father. Fuck you. That shit is wild. That's like your sperm screaming at you. Nigga. Your own yeah, that's, yeah, that's a part of you. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, that that's like... like you got to love your kid, man. I don't give a fuck. There's nothing else. So when you ask me... You know, how do I, you know, break that down? I break that down because I've been there and I know what it feel like and I'm not going to have my kids having that feeling. Period. Period. I'm talking to you, nigga. My eyes is tearing for no reason, nigga. Because yeah. that is, that is, but I'm I'm a man. I'm not, I'm not afraid to talk real shit. I'll be on real nigga time. So, yeah. Right, right, right. right. I'm a dukes is my weakness. That's the only weakness, man. Yeah, let me keep it real with you, nigga. I done, nigga, the shot me 12 fucking times, my nigga. That didn't hurt. I done had congestive heart failure. That didn't hurt. I had walking pneumonia. That didn't hurt. Nigga, I had cancer and beat it. That didn't hurt. Nigga, that lady, that is my kryptonite. That is the most pain ever. So when you got, if you got your mother in your life and she's still living on this earth, you must always call your moms, tell her you love her. Go take your moms out. Fuck a bitch. Go spend that money on your moms. Fuck yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I'm, I'm keeping it real with you. Like every person that got a mother in their life and really dead, and I see a person talking disrespectful to their mother. I dis, I diss them niggas. I yeah. diss them. You can't do that around me. I diss you, nigga. I fucking diss, I don't give a fuck. We could fight. I don't care if you know me and I don't know you. If I know that's your mother and you talking to her crazy, I might snuff you, my nigga. Straight like that. That's real. That's you, gotta real. Be, you gotta be able to take a time out here. Everybody, the, the, the babies are dying early. I got a son, 21 years old. My son ain't gone like that. Because if anybody do talk to my son, that split star shit is out the window. Right. And now, that split star shit out the window. I ain't leave that game I used to be in to come into hip hop to have any so-called gang members or any of them type of shit fucking with me in that type of way. I respect everybody, show everybody love. But when it comes to me in that way, don't do that with me. You're looking at if you're a gang member, you're a fucking shooter, you're a so-called gangster, whatever you call yourself, I am that. I'm everything besides a gay motherfucker. Okay? I'm not gay. Shout out to all the gay people, to each is all I'm just saying. I'm not gay. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm not gay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fuck boy. I do not do fuck boy shit. I don't right. violate niggas. I don't disrespect nobody. I don't care if you a suck ass nigga. I would never disrespect you. But if you disrespect me, don't blame me for my reaction. That's right. it. Right. right. You can't tell me how to react to your disrespect. There you go. Don't 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 blame me for a reaction, bro. I don't got no fear, nigga. I I walk with God. That I don't I don't walk with security. I walk with God. Okay. So at the end of the day, back then in the days, what I was doing, that's thugging. That was thugging. I got responsibilities. I want to live, and I'm a hardworking man. So that means I'm extra dangerous. I'm more dangerous than I was back then. I'm extra dangerous. Anybody that got family and people that's looking up to them and responsible and they out here because God gave them the power to inspire others is more dangerous than he was back when he was selling drugs or any of that shit. I'm a dangerous motherfucker. Right. For the right reasons, right. For the right reasons. That's why you show love. Every real gangster I know, gangster, not thug, every gangster I know always wore a suit and tie, gave orders from the office, and he treats everybody with love and respect. You violate that nigga, he do you something. 
even if somebody said he did you something, nobody won't believe it. Right. Yeah, because you got to uh, greet every day with love in your heart, no matter what you do, because that's the only thing. That's your protection. That's your shield. You know what I'm saying? If if, if I'm greeting you with love, you going to feel pretty bad if you do something and try to harm me because like, okay. then, bro, I greeted you with love. These days, motherfucker won't feel bad because they're so used to being fuckboy, doing fuckboy shit these days. The principles, morals, and respect has been complicated. You know what I mean? Have been compromised. Okay? They don't respect no more. They don't respect no more. No respect. Even if we had the, the homeless, bum-ass nigga that was in the neighborhood that was older and shit, that trying to talk to us, we be, we gave him a little respect, show him a little love. You know what I mean? These days, you could have not be on drugs and you're older trying to teach the younger do something, but he don't want to listen because you're not driving a foreign, you don't have diamonds on your neck, you're not that image that he do listen to. Right, because it's a sense of reality, whatever they tapped into, which is false realities, they think that that's success. They don't know that success is really wisdom. Well, every you know, it's, I laugh. I like. I never. Every man do his thing a little way different. Every man do his thing a little way different, and it might not be something that you agree with, and it might be stuff that you agree with. But I respect it because every man do his thing a little way different. You cannot blame somebody for being them. If, if I gave Buster a million dollars, then Buster got some money, he got 10 million, and he didn't give me a million dollars. He didn't give me not one dollar out of it. Should I be mad at him for that? I gave that nigga a million dollars because I felt like it. That's my man. My heart wanted to give him a million dollars, but I gave it to him. He's still my man if he don't give me a million dollars. Right. Expectations always fuck niggas up. Always. Yep. Always fuck niggas up. I I I like I said, I ain't make it through from back in the days to become the man that I am now. So y'all could hear on the news that I got shot somewhere like a dummy because I was doing some dumb shit. Or I got caught up in some rape charge and Oh, I did. Nigga, I've been here almost three fucking decades. You never heard a story about me like that. You made me hear a nigga talking foul about me, nigga. That is true. That is that true. Is, that I is can't true. say that I've ever heard anything documented uh, that wasn't in your favor. So what you up to nowadays, man? You, I, you, you done been around the world. You done performed. Shit, you <laughs> was supposed to be performing. You, you, what, you, what y'all book? Seven, uh, five out of seven days a week? How, how, how often are y'all booked? I would say six months out of the year. Six months. <laughs> Out of the year, that's dope. Uh, we stay relevant. Buster got his deal, what in ninety fucking two. The motherfucker still works like he never have a deal. So he put me on. Right. So I'm not gonna work less. I'm gonna work more. I'm gonna work just as much. I'm gonna work more. And right now, we we did we put OT Genesis out. We gave you OT Genesis. Definitely, and that oh, was yeah, different right. because that, that was, was different, uh, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, nobody yeah. expected a West Coast artist to come from Buster Rhymes, and OT got them fucking hit. Yeah. <laughs> OT Genesis did well. Shout out to OT Genesis, I'm like, that's my young bro. Um, I'm very proud of him. Um, Buster still got the fire in him, though, you know, what I mean, he still got the fire, he still want to, you know, he still got the fire to go. So let my man go, you know, what I mean, um, he inspired me. And that's why I formed my own thing, my own established thing called Paper Rock. I got like 11, I got 11 producers plus myself. I got like five different artists. Before the artists I have now, it used to be Fabio Foreign, the whole 800 Foreign side. Oh, he, he was with you first? Yeah, I, I had them first. The whole Brooklyn Drill? Yeah. Spliff Star introduced the industry to the Brooklyn Drill. Yeah. Shout out to... Shout out to my little man, handsome baller, you know what I mean. Shout out to T Dot, may he rest in peace. The that, whole, yeah, yeah, that just happened, right? Yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole Kanasi 
whole Flatbush, whole Brownsville, the whole Crown Heights, Bed-Stuy, all of that. That's all me. That's all me. I got people's anyway. Brooklyn, period. That's me. When I had those guys, I had Blood, Crips, and GDs together in one store, in one studio, in one video, in one stage, fucking shit up. Fuck we was fuck ask anybody. Do the go back. I want you to go to YouTube, punching paper rock gang. Paper rock gang. Spell paper rock together, put gang. And you're gonna see niggas looking like babies. Fabio yeah. all of them. See looking like babies. I'm a person that always believe in not just giving back to the hood, but really doing something with the hood. I took 23 niggas to Miami, Revolt Weekend, two, Revolt Weekend 2015, that never even passed New Jersey before. That's dope. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. I didn't put them in a hotel, because, you know, that's problems. Cops come in and they smoke weed, isn't it? So we went into a little mini mansion, a little private crib, with the pool in the back and all that. The niggas, Fabio Foreign, first time on Club Live stage, ain't when he did Big Drip. Fabio Foreign, first time on the Club Live stage is when he was rocking with Split Star and had a record called Swipe. He was out. Okay. Okay. There's another little kid named Swipey that be with French Montana dancing around and shit. That's my adopted son. On Gang, I'm Big Bro, not the big homie. Yeah. I'm big bro. When niggas around me, niggas can't pop perks. Niggas can't get caught with guns. Nobody's getting shot. You coming home, just like how you came, you gonna leave, nigga. Safe. Right. I was by myself with no bag from the label, my own pocket money, with 23 niggas. I'm running around the city like I'm the new RZA with the new Wu-Tang, nigga. Yeah. There was times where <clears throat> we had shows and the artists would bring their entourage and it ended up being like 40-something niggas outside. We, it's like we bringing the club to the club. And of course, they're not letting everybody in for free. Only got, only got like there's only 11 artists. Everybody else is just hype. I left nobody outside. I paid for everybody going so Let's go. We leave no man behind. I'm a true believer in that. It's just like war. Why would, why would you leave your soldier behind? He's wounded. Don't leave him behind. Pick him up. Let's, let's go. He ain't dead. He's alive. Let's go. Pick him up. Let's go. I'm one of them motherfuckers. So I left nobody outside. Any Anybody that you ask that story, they'll tell you he ain't leave nobody outside. I didn't even know half of them niggas. I just knew it was your man. You brought him with you. You my artist. Guess what? We gonna hold your man down. Come on, bring him. Because this is the way I roll. This is the way it's gotta be. When you, when you, if you wanna form Voltron, you gotta transform the right way. You can't call people your brother and you don't act like one. You can't call me a nigga and you don't act like one. You can't, I don't believe in that shit, that title shit. You know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give yourself a title, please walk it. Don't just you gotta talk live up to that. You gotta yeah, live up yeah. to that. So walk where it. the label at currently? Uh, Y'all got new music coming out? Uh, what artists you well, I got a song out right now called Live Life. It's blasting off in New York City. Shout out to Funk Flex. Shout out to I'm sorry. Shout out to DJ. Enough for book my record. Um, shout out to DJ Self. You know what I mean? The DJs are really going in. Shout out to people in ATL that's now catching on to it. All day in Florida, they now catching to it. So the, the, the wave is going good, man. It's, it, it ain't nothing but good vibes right now. I'm very proud of myself. I'm very grateful to God for giving me my house and, and let me live for my kids and let me live to, to execute my, 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 my aspirations I have in life. And uh, yeah, 
I'm I'm blessed. I'm shit. I'm on the podcast with you right now, nigga. I'm blessed. But you, you don't know what you talking about, baby. We I'm blessed. And we we appreciate you uh stopping by to talk to us. We appreciate Jimmy High putting everything together. And uh, so the name of the single is Live Your Life. Is where can they hear this at? Where can the uh well, public hear? Yeah. We're gonna drop it soon. Right now, the DJ's got it. It's not on no platforms right now. I'm shooting the video on Saturday, not this Saturday, next week, Saturday. I'll be shooting the video. Um when when we do get the record, I just hope everybody likes it. I got a whole can of whoop ass for the game. Trust me. I got a whole can of whoop ass for the game. I'm excited. If you think if you think that I'm very hype on stage with Buster. Yeah, I do that for my nigga bus. But just imagine what I'm gonna do for myself. You keep it in mind. Well, well, we excited about the record. We can't wait to hear. We can't wait to see the video, man. And what we tell everybody who come through the connected experience, you got an open door policy. So if you need to get your artists on just so we can get to know them and our audience can get to know them, it is nothing, bro. Like when you out here in the city, it's nothing. Wherever you at, we go come hold you down. That's just what we do. So we definitely appreciate your time. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for even wanting me on your plat for even wanting me on your platform. Shout out to Jim. Um, <clears throat> as you know, I just I just did a I just did one of the deals that no rapper have done in history, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm very happy. I'm about to display new artists to you guys. Shout out to my man Smoover, that's on the record with me. Shout out to my um, my producer plug the lab rats and all of that man i got a lot to mention so we ain't gonna do that right now but they know who they are man brooklyn to the death of me man you know what it is man it's nice to be important it's more important to be nice man you just now witness witness witnessed my lifestyle how i be where i'm going and where i came from it's your boy spliff star sj tell them where they can contact you at Hey, if they want to contact me, they contact me at www.1sljackson.com and order the award-winning novella, Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle. If they want to contact you, where they contact you at, AJ? On Instagram and Twitter, at TCEPod. On Instagram and Twitter, at TCEPod. I'm Antoine. I'm Santoine. I want for my brother, my brother what I want, what I want for myself. Facts.